Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> yeah, you must be you must be stiff. You know, should, we, should we talk very quickly about the gig last night and then do the thing? Yeah, okay, well let's set the scene. We are on Hackney yeah. Marshes, yeah. the sun is shining, it's quite windy. Yeah. And uh and yeah, we saw each other just a few short hours ago. Yeah, it was great. It was the uh shake we left the charity night at the comedy store. For Parkinson's UK. For Parkinson's UK, yeah. And it was just a really nice gig, wasn't Honestly, it? Honestly, it was just it was fantastic. Are they, not, are they normally like that down there? They're, 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 I mean, because it seemed pretty, like, I was on first, and it seemed pretty just great off the top, you know? Yeah, I think it's a combination of a few things, because I think it has always been, traditionally, we try and make it a really fun night, because often um, charity comedy nights, you've really got to put the work in to, uh, to blend in the seriousness, you right. know? Right, yeah. But, um... Okay, we always thought we want a great night of comedy first and foremost, and just to kind of sprinkle it with Parkinson so people people remember why we're there. Yeah, yeah. Without losing that momentum. But having said that, this, yeah, I think that was the energy was just great. I think it's something to it do was with lovely. Yeah. people being back out and everything. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was because I think. I doubt you were there to the end, right? And I, no, I was comparing you yeah. at first. I went out at the beginning. It was like the audience were just, just so ready for a good Stoked. time. It was like being in downtown LA or something. Yeah, it was like in. It was such a comedian's treat. You just yeah. had to get out there and do your stuff. And it yeah, was, it was like, lovely. Yeah. Yes, that's what we're here for. And that energy was there all night. The bill was amazing. Yeah. Um, so me and you were like, you know, after you because you were on first, right? Yeah. And then so to what's this? You know, only about a quarter of an hour into the gig, we're like, this gig is great. Yeah, it was beautiful. And then um, Shafrak or Sandy was on the other week. She was fantastic. Paul Mayhew Archer, who is, uh, he's superb. He actually, is a, he worked in comedy for years, a comedy producer. Right. So he's got Parkinson's. Right. And when he got here, or rather when he was diagnosed, he uh, started performing, telling people about it. Wow. And that's just the fulcrum of the whole thing. Yes. It's so funny. Yeah. And it's so true. It just kind of sums up. It kind of gives the whole gig its kind of heart and purpose, I bet it does, you know? yeah, yes. Which is funny because we also had Paul Sinner on later on. who He's got <laughs> similar, He's also got Parkinson's. But his act was actually much more acerbic, so the balance of it was right. superb. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other friend of the show, Ella Tiernan, she was 
on fantastic form and the gig was just beautiful. Um, Catherine Bohart yes. was excellent. Morning Magpie. It was just a joy from beginning to end. Yeah, it was. It really was, yeah. It was really good fun. So thanks for organising it. Thanks for everyone who came. Yes. And, uh, and thanks for the comments. And also great news for me because, of course, I was, you know, only 36 hours from, out from running my second marathon in the month. Yes. Which brings us to the question... How are you feeling? Do you know, I feel all right. Okay, cool. I've got, um, I'm going to sneeze in a second. Just a little warning there. I'm feeling it's going to be a big one. Or it's going to go away. Um, yeah, I've got uh, achy thighs, you know? Yeah, of course, sort yeah. Of like uh, the, both front and back, which is not, and both legs. Yeah. And honestly, that, that is still currently my worst symptom. Right. And uh, it's not actually that bad for running. The only evidence I've done a marathon in recent days is when I get out of a chair. Right. I yeah, can't yeah, really yeah. do it without noise. It's very hard to get But up, I'm at yeah. a point in life where that's pretty much the yes, case. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that's it. Honestly, I, I'm so... I, you know, we were both concerned about my back-to-back marathons. But um, that was definitely a positive. It's that for the first time in years, literally... I finished the marathon on Sunday and felt all right. Yes. I didn't have a yeah, kind I of physical saying on the crash. text. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was looking back through, right back to, uh, well, New York, the first, first marathon I did after I broke my toe. That's the first time I remember thinking, oh, my goodness, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, In yeah, the yeah. first kind of 10 minutes after a marathon. And I've got used to it as a, as a kind of phenomenon. And then on Sunday, it just didn't happen. That sounds great. Uh, yeah, so I think, the, you know, obviously there's upsides. If you can hear a kind of crunchy noise, that's great. That's us literally. Bit of atmosphere, a bit of live atmosphere. <laughs> and now I'm going up the stairs in a spooky <laughs> yeah. castle. Yeah. <laughs> and you, so, uh, yeah, yeah, talk us through. You had, a, you had a good run by all accounts. Lots of uh, running commentary people there. It's wonderful. As well, which wanna, is really nice. I feel like with the gig and my run, I just want to check in because... Of course, we're just assuming now that you're all right. Here we are on soft services. Yeah, I'm sort of... I'm back to running for, like, an hour every other day. Yeah. I won't run for an hour today, but that's what I ran an hour yesterday. Yeah. Soft surfaces, feeling... Oh, okay, mindful of the fact... No, but look... Oh, you're in compression socks. That's a great idea, of course. I'm now one of those people. Yeah, well, fair enough. Which I never thought I would be, but yeah, I've, but they're just compression socks. I've bitten you know the compression. It's not. It's not like Rob, it's not. Hat. It's a state of mind. <laughs> it's a. It's a huge leap for me. But you know what? You're talking like those people who still you see photos of me from years ago wearing like shorts. Yeah. Go. Oh, what's happening down there? Yeah. What, what's happening? There's shorts, guys. Yeah, yeah. Live through it if you can. It's sort of. Uh, I'm very resistant to change in terms of <laughs> running gear and any kind of affectation or even any sort of mode of self-care. This is from a guy uh, who loves wearing a jumper that's got the biggest picture of Goofy I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, but you know what? They feel okay. Yeah. They feel pretty groovy, actually. Yeah, good. And they seem to be... Well, I don't, I, I, they, they seem to be doing the job in terms of, like, calf stability, etc. Yeah. So... And, they, yeah. and also, they genuinely look good. I mean, uh, joking about it and everything, but I didn't notice. Yeah. You just look kind of football-y. Yeah. No, it's fine. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's reached that stage already alarmingly quickly where I'm racing people for the last mile down the Parkland Way. So, 
yeah, watch yourself. <laughs> yeah, watch yeah. yourself. Yeah. But yeah, tank, take it slow. Lots of long, slow running. And yeah, feel, really, really enjoying the feeling of being a bit a bit back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because days like the York, the York Marathon just... And obviously London, show you, show you what you're missing out on, you know? Yeah, yeah. And even, you know, parkrun, whatever. Just remembering yeah. that it's a community thing, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm running us towards a point where there isn't a, 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 a gap through these trees. Let's pick up the path over here. This is nice. We're just crossing the uh, cricket square towards the north. Lots of daisies. We're still lovely. Yeah. North, uh, I'll get a picture. Yeah, Up towards of the daisies north, um, awesome. west corner of Hackney Marshes. And uh, they're great. Look at these daisies, didn't they? The sun's come out, but that means we've got a big shadow of my squatting legs. And there's this weird two black things in. Are those compression socks? So you those disgust uh, me. <laughs> yeah. So those. Um, so talk me through it then. Talk me through. Okay. Well, through York. It was funny as I won't go on because anyone who follows me on the social networks will have seen it. But I had a spectacularly delayed train. Yeah, I saw bits of that. Yeah, that, that <laughs> felt stressful. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think it was Andy Andrews who said it seems selfish, but I feel like this is going to be good stuff in the next episode. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? It wasn't stressful at all. Maybe that's where my my, my mindset was. But I think also as comedians, if you go on a train somewhere and it's delayed, and the thing you're travelling for is the next day, Yeah. what a luxury. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Because you know, yeah, we're yeah. always trying to get to a gig, always trying yes, to get to yeah, a Yeah, 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 you can just chill out a little yeah. bit. And I had plenty of time. Yeah. Didn't have anything to do. I was and you were resting. As long as it doesn't take you into that, it's going to affect my sleep sort of exactly. thing, isn't it? I was literally carrying a little tub of yeah. brown rice. Yeah. I was going to, oh, you know, oh, no. pecking into it sporadically. Yeah, in yeah. Effort instead of at the B&B. Yes, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It really didn't touch the sides. And uh, I was very, I took it really easy. You know, I got some good... It's amazing how late in the day you realise, I think maybe it's also as a professional grown-up, how um how much effort you have to put in logistically to get a lot of sleep before a marathon. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just been my family have been great and a couple of times, you know, once or twice a week before both London and Yorkshire Marathons, I've said, I'm gonna sleep in this morning. And they've gone, Yeah, sure, good idea. And, and, <laughs> and could you sleep in? Did you get to sleep in? Yeah, I slept in that's I think great I slept if you in can. on Thursday and, and, and Saturday. That's him, that's <laughs> It's invaluable, isn't it? If you yeah, can get it, if you can thing, so line up feeling rested. Spend so much time thinking about training and mileage and yeah. taper and food, and uh, being rested is key. Yeah. And, I, and uh, again, I was I was really pleased with the um, fueling I put in ahead of London, and for Yorkshire, I did the same thing. I just much more chilled out because it was kind of coming in under the. You know, what was good about it was that I wasn't going crazy or going off-piste anyway. Right. Just choosing to have meals that we'd have anyway at the right time, you know? Yeah. So that felt pretty like a breeze as well. Like, I was definitely carb-loading right without going, um, um, listen, oh, let me do, um, oh, you know, none yeah. of that. So very chill. And then the uh, train thing showed me that, you know? It was really sad, the train, there was... A, Fatality on the line. So you can't. You also that stops you saying, "Oh my goodness, I need to get somewhere." No one perspective. Yeah, yeah. The only social path would have that response. So, and I was next to a lovely social couple who were on their way back from Paris. All right. So I knew they were, and also they were getting off at Doncaster, which we were two minutes outside. 
Wow. When uh, when we when it happened. stopped for three hours. <laughs> oh dear. So, you know, compared to them, yeah. I'm like, oh no, I read the paper. Yeah. I drink my beetroot juice. <laughs> beetroot and lemon, I'm telling you, that's nice. good stuff. It's windy, isn't it? It is windy today. Yeah, it's nice to, it's nice to be back on the marshes, though. I hope that's not too windy for you guys. Um, this is why we wear the uh, the face tribbles. Yeah. Someone said in one of the marathon photos last couple of weeks said, is that, did you eat that hamster for energy? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good one. Um, so you got there. Got there, settled in. I was staying in the bar convent. It's an old convent, very nice. Um, you know, noodled around, sorted myself out, got an early night. And then you get into how brilliantly and relaxedly yet efficiently the Yorkshire Marathon is run. Yeah. Because I realised they didn't have any, I didn't have a t- an arrival time. Right. No one said, please be there by this time. I mean, they're just assuming it would be logical and that you get there in good time. Yeah. And I didn't take my time. I woke up, sorted myself out. I did bang my head on the underside of the bathroom door handle. R- what, was it some sort of pre-race ritual? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've all done it. We haven't. Have yeah. we? Who does that? And then I went to the fridge. I put some stuff in the fridge. Pour, you know, post-race drinks. My pre-race muesli was all in the B&B fridge. I opened it up, got one thing out. So I don't let lose all the energy. Shut the fridge. Went to open it again. Couldn't open it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so it's having a weird slapstick nightmare in the B&B. Got the shuttle bus, walked up the stairs, thought, oh, I won't be able to walk up these stairs later. Lovely atmosphere as everyone kind of coalesces, you know. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also nice when you've done a marathon before, you kind of overhear people putting it together, going, oh, I see, so, you know, doing it for the first time and yes, kind of talking yeah, around. Yeah. Hey, dog. Hello, mate. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> this dog just came and dropped a ball for Paul to throw. <laughs> he did it. What was there for you? You get you and your dog right in this pick. He's going to come and want it done again. You give him it once, they want more. They just want more. <laughs> Excellent. I hope this woman said, Do you mind? Sorry, sorry. I'm starting to feel like I'm impinging on her. <laughs> I think you've adopted a dog. He's over there. He's over there, you idiot. <laughs> I started to feel like I was in the opening scene of some kind of dog napping episode. <laughs> I didn't want to feel a bit stressed. I think the dog wants it to be that. Lovely, kind of lovely Labradors, lovely. Yeah, gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah, they are. It's a bit like a dog food advert, the way that one bounced yeah, yeah, yeah. Hello, hello. Throw the ball. Can you play this ball for me? I, I, I see that you're running. <laughs> Is it a radio show? No, it's not radio. Um, it's a hamster. <laughs> you look, I'm not saying my friends are delicious. <laughs> yeah. um, this Labrador's posh. Why are you that? wearing compression socks? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so, uh, chomp your calf. So, you. Uh, Do you know, Eleanor, aforementioned Eleanor Tiernan. Yeah. She's been filming in, in Ireland. Right. She was running. Right. She got bitten by a dog. Did she really? Yeah, she was running past the dog. Oh my god. Tied up outside the shop and it, it got agitated and took a chomp. She had to oh. get a shot. Oh, that's not very nice. That's no fun, is it? No, I mean, that it's fun when you read about it in the Beano, but when it happens in real no, life... No, no, that's, that's pretty disturbing. Yeah, what kind of dog was it? Um, Did she say? <laughs> just, I'm just expecting myself to do a great <laughs> joke here, and I've got nothing. <laughs> yeah. A bitey dog. <laughs> bitey dog, yeah. <laughs> um, got, yeah, I haven't got to the start line of the marathon yet, have I? Um, 
so I was in there. Uh, it was lovely VIP bit. That was nice. You know, they were looking after you very nicely. Went in there. Good scene. Lovely breakfast. Yeah. I added more soy milk to my muesli because it soaked up all the soy milk that was already in there. Right. And it was just such a good soak. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, interviewed by Radio Yorkshire. Lovely people there. And uh, again, you know, they didn't schedule that or anything. They said, do you mind if we talk to you? Just a little chat. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, nice. And um, did that. And that's and listen again, BBC Sounds. So, you know, not just me, but the whole, their whole Yorkshire coverage is there. And I actually talked to them when I got over the line. as well. plot spoil. I right. did get over the line. Nice, yeah. And um, so that was a good scene. And then they uh, a nice chat with a guy from uh, Erdinger, alcohol-free. Yeah. Oh, that's the good stuff. Nice, nice. I told him freely and openly how much I enjoyed his product. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a message from uh, uh, Martin Hutchinson saying, are you around? I'm just walking past the thing. But I didn't get it till too late. And right. I went outside and he, he wasn't there anymore. But that's a shame. Right. I would go on to see him. But obviously, that was helpful. Thank you, Martin. Because I had assumed it stopped raining. And when right. I went outside, it's pretty manky out there. Yeah, okay. So I went with my uh, little Mac and my cap. And that was a decision I made based on that experience. So, thank you, Martin. And then uh, they said, they were very cool. I said, oh, yeah, I'm taking out the elites. We're back in 10 minutes for you guys. Walk us up to the start line. So that was a, they walked us out there at 10 past nine for a half night start. Right. Got to the start line. You know what happened then? Well, started to rain. No, well, it was raining. All right. <laughs> but, um, oh, and I met a lovely guy. I can't remember his name. From, uh, from the... Uh, uh, from Great Run. Right. I used to work on the Great North Run. And uh, I knew him from there. And he gave me a really nice pep talk, so that was a really good time. Right. Oh, that's Not good. that I was down or anything, but he was like, yeah. oh, yeah, feel good, feel good, Rob. I think you can have a good race, you know. Yeah, that's nice. And that's then nice. they said, so do you mind uh, starting, starting the race, Rob? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I put that in my book, me and Tony Audenshaw starting it two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. literally assumed someone hadn't turned up. That's so funny. And they just are oh, that relaxed. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Isn't so it? it's slightly, uh, in a way, I was completely happy with. It yeah. changed my plan because I was going to maybe fall in behind the uh, 3.30 pacer. Right. And see what I could do with that. Right, okay. But at the point when the 3.30 pacer and everyone else went over the start line, you were I was just <laughs> above them waving a flag, <laughs> waving a big white, white yeah. flag of... Right, Rose of, of New Yorkshire, yeah, yeah, yeah. saying, I'm not from here, I'm sorry. <laughs> and that was great. And I saw three men who were running. I saw that was the first time, first time in life I'd ever seen Martin. He went past. Right. Uh, Dave. Uh, nice. Oh, that's great, though. Went past. It? Donato, the poet pizza guy. They all went, oh, bro. It's <laughs> great to see you, oh, wow. isn't it? Yeah. Sorry about the sound, guys. It's quite. There's not going to be many more brown leaves on the, on the yeah, tree yeah, by the end of today. That's something. Still sunny, though. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. And yeah. So that was really nice for me to see those people going past over the start line. Yeah. And it also added a kind of you know the way I start these things. You know, it took the edge off the worry about it. I was yes. Quite yeah, sure yeah, 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 yeah. Slipped in, but then also kind of let myself run fast down the hill. Right. You know? I think I'll get back to where I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. I'd be if I'd been in my pen and stuff. Right. You know? So I'm coming down the hill into York, doing lots of 
overtaking like it's the beginning of a park run. Right. But then I got down the hill and went to the toilet. Right. I had even a little brief wait for the toilet. So it's all very... Uh, it's a little bit of a higgledy-piggledy start. Yeah, quite scattershot. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but none the worse for it, really. Realising that my plan to get paced was... Uh, Going out the window, and that was fine because I just needed to yeah. find my pace. Yeah, 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 yeah. Felt good. Had my cap on and my coat. It actually stopped raining almost straight away. It was raining at the start, and uh, and then it stopped raining. I think within the first two miles, that has yeah. been going through York itself. Great scene there. Everyone's cheering and everything. Yeah, it is a lovely start. I was going to go to the toilet, but I think it's closed. Yeah. Okay, excuse me for a minute. So you went. So you've you've had your start then. Yeah. So um, cruising along. Yeah. Going out through the villages. Such a nice atmosphere, you know, because between the sort of nature of the community and the fact that I was on the podium and stuff, just so many people know we run a commentary. Oh, that's and, great. You know, yeah, that's great. And, that's <laughs> yeah. and also because I told them, people coming up to me and saying, "How did you get here?" Yeah. You were up there. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I took my uh, hat off and tied it to my uh, caboose when the, uh, when the rain stopped. Right. And uh, I didn't know this, but Dave was behind me. And he, he used that cap bouncing off my oh, ass to, nice. uh, <laughs> to pace off for, for, Good for him. several miles, I think. Yeah. And that's not sinister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least he used my hat as a pacer yeah. rather than actually using my actual head as a hat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> And uh, now we come to a key decision I'd made before the race. I opted to wear my vapor flies. Right. Now, of course, I'd say my vapor flies, but they're second-hand vapor flies, weren't they? Given to yes. gifted wonderfully by John. Thank you, John. Yes, yes. And, uh, <laughs> and I wore them. I was thinking, 
Didn't wear them in London. Right. My other shoes are quite light anyway. Right, okay. So it's probably going to be fine, and it might give me those marginal Might give you a bit of absolutely, yeah. And yeah. the key decision maker was, I wore them for that 10K, the Queen Elizabeth Park 10K. Yeah. And that was really fast and felt it great. It really helped you zoom. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I got to around 10K into the auction marathon, and my, I thought to myself, a bit small these, aren't they? <laughs> they don't actually fit me. They're slightly too small at the front right, end. Right, right. Oh and dear. my toes started to hurt quite badly. Right. Ten, 10K in. Yeah, that's And the great hurt. thing at that point was the other voice in my head said, yeah, do you remember at the end of that 10K they really hurt? Yeah. <laughs> I said, no, I didn't remember that. <laughs> you should have told me that. And this was uh, defining because... Uh, I just had, I was still feeling really good, still going well, yeah. still aware of how much positivity the shoes were giving me. You know, they're great yes. shoes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just slightly too small. Forward motion. So, you yeah. know, and I started thinking about how it meant it hurt slightly less when I was going uphill slightly more when I was going down the hill. And thinking, well, my toes really hurt now, but I can handle it. It's not slowing me down or anything. I'm either, it's either going to... Uh, you know, go up this sort of graph into agony, yeah. or I'm going to get all numb and forget about it. Yes, or yeah. I'll just be the same. It's awful. You know, I was very. Uh, You're pretty zen about it. I was zen about the whole thing because I knew then. I knew then I was up for 20 miles of toe pain. Yeah. And then actually, the worst point there was a massive wave of pain as I changed my stride slightly to avoid the stone in the road. Right. And <laughs> as it happened, the guy behind me said, "Go on, Rob." Right. Get your 3.30 and a 3.30. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So that was whoever that was. If, you were, if you're listening and you remember that, then that was wonderfully timed. Yeah. yeah it got yeah. me through the toe point, low point, the toe point. Yeah, yeah. 20 miles of toe pain. And I think I don't, you know, want to go on about music because that's a story for another time. It's, about, it's running track stuff. But it's a great marathon to run, listen to music because... You still get the whole vibe. It's a really good scene. But some people think when they're suffering, slightly feel the solitude of the country bits. Yeah, there's some long, sort of solitary stretches, which are quite nice, actually. Some yeah, really nice, the long, beautiful. gradual downhill stretches. That's actually, right. And, and the, the hilliest bits are yeah. the actual up and down, so long yeah. later on. And, uh, and also, the, I mean, it's so wonderfully organised. There's volunteers. When you get into the woods, they're kind of most non-populated bit yeah there's volunteers just every now and again in gateways clapping your pie it's nice yeah it's nice. very nice they really look after you out yeah. there and then of course you get these huge patches of support yeah when you hit towns and villages it just goes ah, you know yeah so it's wonderful but i had some amazing music moments in fact i've forgotten this is just coming back to me i was very much uh, invoking my first ever Yorkshire Marathon in 2014, which if you read my book, is the one, it's the kind of gothy one. Yeah. Where I went out in the mist and went really fast. So I was kind of happy with the rain, trying to get back to that kind of innocence, that kind of speed. And uh, just when I was starting to maybe, my nerves be shaken by the toe issue, there was a guy with a faint sort of faded picture of a bat <laughs> on the back of his top. And it had Latin written underneath it. Yeah. I don't know what it was for or what it meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it looked like a Bauhaus. Go with the toe. Yeah. Like, yeah, I am. Here I am from the Bauhaus to take you round the course. <laughs> the runners have left the starting pen. The vast is on the bits. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was a... That was a a strange karmic moment that helped me a lot. So I noodled on, chunking it down, 
always good to run a run you've run before, right? Yes, absolutely, yeah. I got through that 10K. Feels a bit unmanageable. Yeah. Um, got to the, from 10K to 10 mile. Again, I, I'm feeling, thinking, I've suffered here before. I felt seven to nine miles. Yeah. I've become aware that I set off really fast. Coming through those miles thinking, yeah, I feel fine. This is good. Yeah. And also coming through those miles thinking, also not feeling sad. That's another one from my book, which is, it was around eight, nine miles where I was really thinking about my dad last time I did it. Right. And I was very aware of not really remembering that marathon. I think I must have been in quite a bit of a grief bubble yeah. then. Because my memories all seemed to come from, once I'd got shaken off that kind of gothy thing I had in my head before the race, I was comparing it all with the really, really rainy one. Right. <laughs> I was basically running through Yorkshire going, oh yeah, I remember a big puddle here. Oh yeah, there was a big puddle here. Oh yeah, I remember a big puddle here. It was basically realising that 2018 was just flooded the whole yeah. way. <laughs> but um, yeah, chunking it down 10 mile, and then they actually have a 20 kilometre clock and a half marathon clock. Right. And they're both not in the town, you know, so it's really good you're going out, going out through this field. And I got past the half marathon clock. My time was good. It was like, if you do, I didn't know exactly what my time was. I didn't know how long it'd take me to get over the start Right, line. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I knew it was roughly, and then the half first half in something between, probably something under 140. Right, okay. Um, I don't know, people were watching on the uh, thing, probably, no matter, it doesn't matter. And then, from the halfway point, you see different people going for their negative splits. Yeah. I think some people go quite hard for those negative splits, and that's a mistake. I realise that. I see people cruising very slowly, passing around 16 miles. Yeah. That's your negative splitters who are going to stick with it. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you, if you start belting it, then you're going to be, there's a problem. Yeah. If yeah. I see someone at 14 overtaking me like we're on a park run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm... You're going to get them at 20 miles, yeah, probably. Yeah, exactly. So, but I don't know. I mean, I wasn't going for a negative split at all. And it's lovely. There's a wonderful turn back. You remember, you come down yeah. the hill and turn left, and the hairpins are so great for seeing everyone. Yeah. And there I saw, um, started seeing loads of people who we know, people we didn't know, people who, and then I didn't know whether people were running commentary bands, so they just see me at the start. Right, yeah, yeah, going, yeah. Hey, nice, nice, nice. Such a good feel. And that's the second time I saw Martin. And I... Uh, I was pleased because I got to do my film quote from yeah. Gross Point Blank. It's Which not complicated. It? Yeah. <laughs> Martin! <laughs> so I hope it didn't scare him. I hope it didn't scare Martin. We got our first high five. He had a tail of, medium, medium of two halves, didn't he? He did. So he was Bless looking him. really strong at that point. Right. And he was not that far ahead of me. Yeah. Um, so I think if I go amazingly, he's a little... He's a little pointer. I'm going to try and vaguely catch yes. him up. And also, I know he went over the line a few minutes ahead of me, so if I don't catch him up, right. at whatever time he's getting, I'm still going to match yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, but again, almost as I saw him, I realised he woke me up to people coming the other way and just generally going, Rob, hey, ho. Oh. And, uh, and I was doing the same thing. I said hello to a couple of people who'd come past me early on because I've seen them from the front for the first time. Right. Wow. Yeah. This guy's doing that music you might pick up. is playing heavy rock, and he's doing press-ups, but with a downward dog. Yeah, press-ups into downward dog. Also, That's pretty impressive. Shorts. Only wearing shorts. Bare top, bare feet. Yeah. It wasn't John Bishop, a, was it? It's it looked like a yogic, yogic rock experience. Except <laughs> yeah. now he's doing one-handed planks, oh one-handed God. side planks. Do you know who I think it is? I think it's Jack Palance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. 
What a character. <laughs> so you went through the half feeling pretty good. Yeah, it felt great. And, yeah. and I was aware that my pace was... Uh, I just felt that it was steady. Yeah. I think one of the best things you get from the old uh, well-engineered shoes is just keep your head up. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it really felt good. It felt like I, I didn't know whether I was speeding up or slowing down, but I knew I was going steady, you know? Yeah. And um, in fact, there was a couple, man and woman run together, obviously pacing very carefully. And as we went into that hill, it was a long hill up to um, maybe 15, 16 miles on the A road. They kind of gently overtook me and we went down the other side and I gently overtook them and that was a pattern for the rest of the run. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I had a carb gel. They're quite rough, aren't they, carb gels? Yeah, they can be, yeah. I think it was the right thing to do and I was aware, but I just had a couple of waves of things. Oh, I think a bit rough after that, but only a little bit and just generally playing against, feeling very positive and kind of still in my head in a good way. Got to 17 miles and thought about my wife, because you always come to 17 miles in London, so I kind of invoked her like a right. Yorkshire ghost. That was nice. Lots of great support. But the toughest section of the Yorkshire Marathon is, I would say, 17 to 19 and a half, where you get over the top of the hill after two long, slow climbs. Yeah. And you see the turn back on the other side. And you think, oh, that's at 19 miles. It's actually a fair way past 19 miles. You go past 17, you drop down the hill to the head. This is where I saw you when you were going really fast. Right. Your, your last past three, three, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, coming back up from that second hairpin. And I saw Martin again then. Still looked good. We had a great, best high five. Right. It was really good. We made complete contact. Yeah. Like massive. <laughs> I hope that it didn't actually throw his body back and into him because, <laughs> yeah. wow, it was like a huge yeah. clap. And at that point, his groin went. Yeah. Well, yeah. I heard <laughs> yeah. it was a two, two noises, a high five, and it's kind of pioing <laughs> noise. Cheers. It was me. Thanks, Rob. <laughs> um, and also, I, I saw another guy, another tall runner who I didn't know at all, but he knew who I was and came right across for a high five and went up for a high five. Worst high five ever. <laughs> just fingertips just right. crushed. I do the sound of that high five. <laughs> That's the sound we made. But yeah, and and just so happy with my awareness of which bit of the course is tough, you know? Because you go from 17 down to around the corner, around 18. And then you climb slowly back up to 19. And it really is, it's such an old cliche. But it's amazing how often as a runner, you have to remind yourself that you're feeling bad because it's a hill. Yeah. Not because your body is letting you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Well, it's a com- it's combination. It's sort of 90 miles into a marathon. Yes. You're, gonna, you're starting to feel it as it's well. It's going to happen. I mean, it's true yeah. on a flatter course. Yeah. You're going to see people start pulling up. Yeah, at yeah, point. yeah, yeah. But just familiarity made it so much more bearable for me. Yeah. Just coming up that hill. And also, kind of showbiz vanity. It's so nice that there's a lot of people there. It's like, hey, ho, hey, hey. Yeah. You know, it just keeps you externalised. keeps you going, yeah. And, uh... And then you get up, you get back up to 19. Of course, 19 is a great, huge achievement, but it's not 20. Yeah. And the left turn is after it. And it's not far, but it's not yeah, straight yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, turn off into the villages just before 20 miles, feeling, knowing that that is a potential low point that I've come through feeling pretty strong. Quite enjoying this pacing with this excellently paced couple where. They overtake me on hills. Yeah. And I overtake them on the downhills. Yeah. And they actually shifted into run walking later on. Right. So the, 
So the overtaking continued. But I just, at first, it's like, oh God, I keep seeing these guys. But really, I just realized that their pacing was excellent. And, uh, you know, it's yeah. yeah. Um, but then, yeah, about almost exactly on 20, someone watching online, I think it was Jez, said, oh, yeah, Martin and Rob are having a race. But it wasn't like that at all. Martin was, I mean, I think we were probably making similar pace to then, but he was way ahead of me because at the beginning. And then suddenly I saw him up ahead. I thought, oh no, Martin's having trouble. But I didn't see him suffering at this point. I just knew he'd um, slowed right down. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you could see him quite far off because he's tall. It's his hutch on the back of his top. And, um, yeah, anyway, when I went to come past him, he was actually stopping and stretching his legs out. And I thought, oh, he's got a proper pain somewhere. And, yeah, as we know from his report, yeah. his groin, groin, his groin went. One of his groins. Right. And you know how that feels, yeah, don't yeah, you, Yeah, Paul? yeah, it's painful. Yeah. But, yeah. um... Also, yeah, really not to de, uh, take away from my specific suffering, but it's that kind of time in the marathon. You just see people... People start to unravel a bit. Yeah, they, some people make it and some people don't, you know? Yeah. And, of course, Martin did make it in a very real sense. He ran on through his injury yeah. and came in. But, you, you know, and then you see people... And you see, I think some people kind of panic a bit as well. I saw a guy, there were three guys running together. I think maybe one of them actually did pace it really nicely and come past me towards the end. But one of the others of them, he kept coming just in front of me. Right. And zigzagging looking behind him for the other guys <laughs> like this. Zigzagging. I'm like, Cheers, mate. <laughs> yeah. you are burning energy. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, it's like yeah. you come up past me, you can't decide whether... You're overtaking me or not? He's trying to tell your mates it's all too much. Yeah, it's a bit, a bit unnecessary. You're burning yeah. energy here. Yeah. And I think maybe there was awareness. Maybe I was paranoid, but of course people do start pushing for the end. Yeah. And the great luxury with me is that one pace, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to speed up for the finish. Yeah. I was. Uh, I don't know if it's fitness or. Um, just bullheadedness, but I wasn't <laughs> going to stop running. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm probably slowing down a bit here, but it wasn't dramatic. Yeah. I didn't have any uh, specific pain. I was just tired. Just, of course, yeah, of um, course. I had two big moments around this time. <laughs> big for me. Oh, we're back. This is the windiest bit of the this marsh, is the big, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You come around twice. Try and get some shelter. Yeah, we'll get by these trees, yeah. otherwise you're not going to hear this key stuff. In fact, let's go yeah. through here. Um, into the woods. Two things. One, on my wife and my head's advice, yeah. I didn't have my 21 mile carb gel. Right. I thought, I feel all right. You're going to be, yeah, yeah. It's going to make me feel sick. Might have been a bit much, yeah. And, and then I thought, what if you crash? What if I feel terrible? It's like, you're going to feel terrible. You, you were doing the last yeah. four miles of a marathon. Yeah. Just don't have the carb gel. And I didn't, and I felt so not sick. Yeah. I think that's the end of it for carb gels for me. Next time I do a marathon, I'll find something Scott Durick yeah. to, uh, to take at the halfway point. Because generally, I run an empty anyway. My breakfast really works. The carb gel I had was quite good. I just need to replace it with something like a banana or something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a great decision. Really played out. Not partly because it was the right thing to do, but also because I had to know my courage to stick in post. Let's say no, no. Yeah. You don't need it. You're going to make it. You know. It was quite a conversation. I didn't have it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, at the same time, feeling pretty tired, between 21, 22 miles, I thought, God, I've got to do this. It's going to be tough. 
And it, I said to myself, you've quite literally already done it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. Know? And it was simple times. I mean, I've done it before. But there's more to it than that. It's like, I know I can do it. It's what do I think? Was I, was I feeling fine this time last time? No. Yes, you know I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. So I just knew. You've been here before, yeah. I've been there before. There's a, there is a tipping point around 23, normally when you, when you start to glimpse the end, isn't there? There's yes. a bit of a... I think, and, and again, it used to feel like a really bad thing, but now you feel like, you don't remember, you're kind of chasing it down. It's like tidying something up. It's not the whole marathon. Yeah. You just chase it down to this point, and that's exactly it. I was seeing 21 and 23. Same as in London. And just thinking, this is tough now. And just using all my training and my experience to just get through that and realize, like you say, that's the window. Yeah. It doesn't get any easier from 23, but you do know you're near the end. Yes, you yeah, yeah, the, the psychological. Psychologically, you're a park run out. You've, you've yeah. got, um, yeah. in Yorkshire, it's wonderful because you're coming gradually back into town. For me, there's a really key moment when you pass the main road. Yeah. You go over it on the way out and you go under it on the way back. It's like, I've passed the main road now. And I think, what is the A19? And that, well, if I'm under the A19, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so unromantic, but just amazing. And then uh, just chunking off the marks, you know. Each mile's long, but I said to myself, just do one mile, just get to the next mile marker. Yeah, 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 next nice, mile nice. Marker, you know. And knowing also that I'd slowed down, but not that much, because you're watching everyone else, and it's all the same people. You know, some of them are kind of getting away from you. Most people are slowing, aren't they? Yeah. Some of them are having a bit of trouble, but yeah. there's not that much. There's not as much shakedown as your, as one's paranoid head can imagine. Yeah. You know? And then, um, more Yorkshire music stories, but as I said, the, the chapter about the one just after Dad died, I had a moment with George Michael around 10 miles. And that, <laughs> in the woods with... Anyway, we that, stop? We stop? that song stop came on at... Uh, 25 miles. Wow. That specific wow. song. It's like, oh my God, this is fantastic. Yeah, that's crazy. And uh, it's not just, it's like, oh, it's very romantic. It's the chapter from the book, you know. It's a joke about uh, George Michael and various people not being very, uh, not being perfect uh, um, coaches. Right. Because of their lifestyles. But much more prosaically, I planked that song a lot. In fact, right. I got okay. plank yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, mate, if you can plank for six minutes... Yeah. You can run a mile. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And, uh, and then Plank I turn... management, in, isn't it? That's yeah. right. And I turn into hill, and even the hill at the end was great because it's so ridiculous that you would be able to sprint up there. <laughs> but just carrying on running up it was... It's fine, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's nice. It's a nice it, finish, York. It finishes yeah. just before... The hill finishes before the finish, so you do get to kind of come in. And then I met the... Uh, talked to the radio. Got my uh, Erdinger. I had a lovely photo opportunity with... Uh, uh, someone called uh, Emily, who was saying, oh, can I get a picture with you? But I dropped all my stuff and had to sit down. She was like, oh, you're so kind. I'm like, you totally sorted my life out for me. And, uh, and then met lo- loads of other people, lots of nice little chats. And, of course, you're meeting other people who've just right. finished and that. And, um, and then sat down, got my shoes off, and I, so much pain. Right. My toes. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I saw um, uh, Tom from Parkrun. Yeah. And he was like, oh, marathon uh, uh, runner's limp as I headed over to the buffet for some lunch. And uh, I was like, yeah, but it was a little small blister under my left heel. And that was when I realized it just 
I know it sounds twisted, but pain in your feet is great, isn't it? It's so far away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you can't, you're in so much other pain in your body that it doesn't kind of break through to the brain. That's right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, compared to that thing of feeling like I'm just kind of non-specifically going to die, yeah. my hands all kind of tingling, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, to having painful feet, and, and it was, I was making quite a fuss, you know, it's yeah. like, oh, oh, but, and they're like, oh, you're okay? I'm like, yeah, actually, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> like Pierce Brosnan at the end, Goldeneye. So, and then, and that was the weird thing, and I really think, I'm trying to, uh, what's the word, uh, rationalise it and work out what it means. But, as I say, the fundamental thing is that I came away from it feeling so fine. Yeah. I mean, short term, it just made me think, don't wait four months to run another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the two together, not, not too close together, just gave me a strength I've never known before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're obviously super, super strong. And you, what was it? It was 3.37. 3.37. Yeah. And I'm so, I mean, obviously, because we announce our aims, hopes and dreams, you know, I would love to have gone sub 3.30 again in York. Um, and maybe I will next year or whatever. But... I wasn't going all out for it at all because of the London factor. Yeah. And so on the day, I just yeah, went out there, really, really held a good pace, and just did it all on feel. Yeah. And really I think my gold to bronze, gold was sub 3.30. Silver was um, significantly faster than London. And bronze was something like the same yeah, as London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, it was, yeah, it was silver rather than gold. But I have a solid no silver and a really solid run. And you're obviously really, really strong, you know. Yeah, and I felt, yeah. I felt great. And I feel great. You know, how, how far have we just run just then? About four, three and a half miles? About three and a half, I think, yeah. But, I mean, it was still two, yeah, two and a half, hang on. Right. And, uh, but you, you've got to chill this week, though. Give yourself a rest. Oh, completely. Yeah, 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 yeah. And... Uh, and everyone was so lovely. I mean, <laughs> I've also fixed my phone, and that was great because it got music all the way around. Yeah. And then I could sit on the train, which, by the way, wasn't delayed. Yeah, yeah. And just watch it all happening, you know, really so so many stories. You yeah, know? no, it's great. And then coming great, into your yeah. weekend runs, you realise, of course, that it's not just the Yorkshire Marathon. Yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. season. You know? It is. People it really are. is. It really is. No, it's great. It's great. It's uh. It's just really great to watch it unfold, you know, albeit on, on, on the Twitter timeline and all the people in the community running all over. And yeah, Absolutely great. In fact, strong, you know what I've got for the first time in as long as I can remember? Oh, yeah. I've got some PBs. Okay, cool. Let's do them. Should we do some PBs? Yeah, let's do them. Let's Steve, cue the, the music. I got a message from Joanne. Uh, is that the music? Is the music on? Joanne Sharder uh, ran Manchester Marathon, got a nine-minute PB, 3.38 and 27 seconds. She's 53 years old. Well Give her done. a Ruger, <laughs> Joanne in Manchester. A and her husband, Aaron. Aaron, her husband, did 3.33.27 at the same event for a 30-minute PB. <laughs> Chris Gardner, who I know, a friend of mine from the Yorkshire Marathon, he was doing the Great South Run, which is a 10-mile. It was a first ever, but it's still a PB, Chris. Still a PB. 67 minutes and 11 seconds. Well done. Jeff Thorne's grandson. Oh, no noise. We didn't do a noise. Ruger. <laughs> Jeff Thorne's grandson, Charlie McMillan, 19 years, Oxford half marathon, second half marathon ever. He was in eighth place in 74 minutes and 23 seconds. That's Very incredibly fast, running. fast Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin Hutchins uh, um, did the Yorkshire Coast 10K in, in uh, Nippy. 50 minutes and 43 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Duggan, PB in the York Marathon of 37 seconds. And this is interesting because you've got a 37 PB. You're shaving off because it's incredibly fast. What was that time, Paul? The time was 2 hours, 53 and 46 seconds. Huge! But also, just in the event, that is a Yorkshire Marathon improvement of an hour and 17 minutes. Yes, yeah, that's crazy. That's intense. Crazy, yeah, yeah. I mean, well done, Adam. Crazy. Um, Um, Although I read that as one minute... 70, one hour and 17 minutes slower 
last time. Oh, wow. Incredible. Incredible. Well done. Fantastic. From four hours to 2.53. JK from the uh, Ealing Eagles uh, got, uh, uh, was first female, got a PB in the Cabbage Bats 10, won 10.55, but he is not female. But he's male. So well said. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very 21st century uh, PB there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's Maruda. so 21st century. I hope I understood that message. Apologies. <laughs> uh, also, I met someone from the Ealing Eagles twice out on the Yorkshire Marathon. I think it was Sophie. Apologies, Sophie, if I got your name wrong. It was great to see you out there. Congratulations. Well done. We've got John Rogers at the Cabbage Patch 10. She's a great 10-mile runner, classic race, been going for years. He did it in uh, one hour, 30 minutes and six seconds. Well done, John. Last week is Matt, who did the Chelmsford Marathon, his first ever marathon. He said he was inspired to do a marathon by us. Nice. We'll uh, take that. He did it in 2.59 and 12 seconds. Ah. And then Sir posted a fantastic picture of him in absolutely intense pain. Of course he was in pain. <laughs> and here's to everyone. Obviously, we talked about Martin. Also, uh, Dave had he, uh, Dave and Martin both came in in four hours and one second. Hilarious. And how did that happen? That's Hilarious. crazy talk. Run a bit faster, fellas. Donato was my uh, pizza friend who said he sort of went off fast and he came in, you know, had a terrible second half but still came in a long way sub four. So, you know, as I say, going off too fast and then crashing and burning can still work out for yeah. you. Yeah, um, right, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, Amanda was out there. I met her afterwards. She had a fantastic run and was just saying about coming back from injury, coming back after lockdown. Kate Hebden was, uh, was oh, it's just been everyone in Yorkshire and beyond. It's been an incredible weekend of running. So uh, well done. Congratulations. We love you all. With Paul Tonkinson and Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.